Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of NFL Fantasy Matchup. It is now three week three, and we are going to spend some time today looking at news and notes. We're going to uh, look at the Thursday night game preview uh, week three, as well as look at sleepers and boss matchups, start or sit. And so a lot of times I have Jed, and I have uh, Jed in Illinois and Jimmy over in Arizona. So welcome, everyone. Morning. Hey, good morning. Yeah. Jed, I'm going to start off with you. Thursday night, kind of a snoozer. Not sure if you watched the entire game. What stood out to you besides James Robinson? Yeah, I didn't watch the game, but um, basically to me, the storyline is that, you know, we thought the Jags might be the surprise of the season um, and they lay a big egg at home, you know, and that I think, it, you know, maybe you should have gotten off the hype train a little bit. So nice game for uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick and the Dolphins. Um, but yeah, for me, the biggest thing was disappointment in the Jags not showing up. Although, uh, yeah, as you said, James Robinson, great game for him. Jim, what about you? What stood out for you? Well, I think uh, everybody was talking about Gardner Minshew um, as the big pickup this week. And as you can see, he lost not just the game, but he did not do well fantasy-wise. And actually, Ryan Fitzpatrick was the better quarterback to pick up if you needed a quarterback this week on the waiver pick. So the other thing I'm I'm thinking about long-term is where DJ Chark fits into the offense. Um, I know he's been um, losing some receptions to a number of D.D. Westbrook, um, Conley, our, our two receivers who's uh, picking up uh, more receptions than him. So I'm actually – I have him on a couple teams, so I'm also monitoring what's going on with Jaguars offense. Yeah. Okay, Jim, so let me ask you a quick question. Is James Robinson a must-start going forward, or will he take a little bit backseat when D.J. Chark comes back in? I actually think he's a must start. Um, we were talking right before uh, the session started. I actually think that he and also Jonathan Taylor with the Colts, two rookies, have the potential of leading the league in um, rushing this year. I actually really have high hopes for James Robinson. I actually think that they're going to use him more and more um, just to take some pressure off Minshew as well, too. Jed, what do you think? Would you continue to start? Would you, he be one of your starting running backs going forward on a weekly basis? Yeah, I mean, he's looked great. And, you know, the only thing with the Jags is just the concern is um, basically gameplay. You know, are they going to get a position in the second half where they're having to throw the ball a lot? Um, but the thing with Robinson is he had um, six receptions for 83 yards. So even if the, um, the you know, the script flips and they have to throw a lot, he's still going to be involved. So I agree with Jimmy. I think he is a must start. He's top 10 back. Um, uh, if you have him, you should be really happy. He's looking great. Let's go over on the other side, Jed. I'm going to start with you, um, Miami Dolphins. Mile Gaskin, 22 carries, 66 yards. He's 45% roster in many Yahoo leagues. Would you start him or pick him up? And number two, would you drop Jordan Howard? Um, I would pick him up. I think that's a good uh, pickup. I don't know that I would start him right away. I kind of want to see how this offense plays out. I think, still think it's a passing offense. Um, as we mentioned, Fitzpatrick had a great game. He's really the one who's carrying this team. Um, and, and I still think Devontae Parker is the guy to own as far as the offense here. Um, he's, he had a, um, six catches, a little bit limited. I still think he's uh, coming back from that hamstring injury. So that's the main guy that I really don't like the backfield with the Dolphins. But it's a good pickup and a stash and to see how he does. Jim, if you had Jordan Howard, would you drop him? 
I would drop him as well, too. I think, uh, Jed, you're right. I, I would pick up Gaskin. Um, I don't think you would start him, but I actually think that he's a good person to sit on your bench because he could potentially um, do well for you towards the end of the season. I actually also look at the tight end, um, Gusecki. I think Gusecki's a good pickup. I don't think he's on the upper tier of tight ends, but he'll get you some good touchdowns, you know, and during some of these off weeks, I think he's somebody that you might want to consider playing. Um, yeah, he's – um, tight ends. Yeah, he saved his day yesterday with that touchdown. Yeah. He was one for three. Um, but agree, I think he's you know still. I would ride with him. Um, he had a great week last week. Came down a little bit, but I think he's a great pickup as well. Yeah. And remember the last five weeks of the season last year, he was one of the top tight ends. And so a lot of times we know Fitzpatrick will continue to throw a lot. I'm anticipating Tua in this offense will continue to throw a lot. I, I think they're going. Uh, he is a uh, tight end definitely to own. I think we've talked about this more and more, and you're always seeing the trends. By the time the playoffs come, the top players that you usually draft at the top of the board, many of them are either injured, they're um, not playing, um, something's going on, and then you have some of these rookies, you have these bench players that actually rise up and start becoming the ones who score the most. I actually think Gaskin and Gasecki are two players for us to watch. All right, let's switch gears a little bit. Jed, I know a lot of times right before you were highlighting a particular game you're interested in week three. Love your thoughts on it. Uh, who are you looking at in terms of week three? Yeah, sure. So obviously the big game week three is the Monday night game, Kansas City Chiefs versus the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens are three and a half point favorites. You know, everyone's talking about Lamar Jackson, obviously, versus Patrick Mahomes. It's going to be a great matchup. I'm excited to watch it. I think the 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 pair to watch, though, are the rookie running backs, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire versus J.K. Dobbins. Um, and I think Dobbins might actually play out and win. I like the Ravens defense here. I like the revenge factor. So my pick in this game is the Ravens over the Chiefs on Monday night. And look at me with week three. I put the wrong thing because I get the week three in 2019. So I'm picking this thing up. <laughs> I'm looking at it. How in the world are Titans playing the Jaguars? <laughs> Jim, are there any uh, particular ones that you're looking at? You know, I'm looking at the same thing. I think that's going to be the highlight is going to be um, the Lamar Jackson um, and the, the Patrick Holmes and the Chiefs. But I do like the idea of looking at these two running backs. Um, Mark Ingram, I was watching an interview this week that he had. Um, he was just saying what a study thinks that uh, the rookie running back is going to be. And I think you're right. I think he's going to do really great. I think I think this is a season for us to really – I think in the past we usually um, underestimated um, and really don't pay too much attention to the rookies. This season is going to be different between COVID, between all these injuries that we saw last week. I think a lot of these rookie running backs are actually going to start rearing their heads. Um, I'm looking at – um, the Zach Moss, I'm looking at the running back from Washington. Um, all of them are doing great here. James Robinson is doing great. All of them are doing great. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with you. That's a huge trend. Rookie running backs, I think it's um, something to watch. Unusual to see so many playing and doing well. The other one is tight ends. I think this is the first year mm -hmm. in fantasy I can see where starting two tight ends uh, in your starting lineup, you're not crazy. If you throw the tight end into the flex spot, that's unusual to see that. And so I think that's another big storyline this year. Well, going back to even that game, Baltimore versus the Chiefs, I have both Marquise Brown and Mark Andrews on my yep. team. My other tight end is Travis Kelsey, but this week I'm playing both Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews uh, versus Marquise Brown. All right, let's look at some news and notes and love to get both of your opinions on that. Raheem Moster probably is unlikely to play in week three. Are you start, Jed, I'm going to start with you. Are you starting Jarek McKinnon on your flex? 
Oh, yeah. Derek McKinnon, I thought, was one of the big pickups, uh, waiver wire pickups. And so I would love to have McKinnon. 49ers are going to stick with the uh, running game. They're going to commit to that. McKinnon still involved in the passing game as well. So great pickup. Um, actually, I would put him as a top 10 back this week. Jim, uh, in terms of New York Giants, Saquon Barkley is out. Who would you pick up? Would you play Deion Lewis? Or would you play Devontae Freeman? Well, I think Deion Lewis will do have a better game fantasy-wise this week, but I think long-term you want to pick up Devontae Freeman. Um, he, I picked him up early before he signed with the New York Giants, but I, I, I see that quite a few people picked him up as well too. Uh, but he's the running back to own long-term. All right, so Jed, Jalen Rager is expected to land on the injured reserve. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey is out. Who in the world <laughs> in Philadelphia are you even looking at besides Zach Ertz? Um, yeah, well, in Dallas, go there. The, um, yeah. So the tight ends. I mean, basically, I'm not looking to any of the receivers. I think Deshaun Jackson is the de facto number one now. Um, but I'm concerned with Wentz. I'm concerned with the Eagles. I'm really down on them. I have been all year. Um, so I'm really looking to stay away from that offense, to be quite honest. But um, really, the tight ends is the only one. I, I, well, you know what? I'll say this. Miles Sanders. I think they're going to have to rely heavily on Miles Sanders, um, so he was not a bad pick for this week, um, but I'm yeah. staying generally away from that offense. Jim, A.J. Green says that he is almost back in game shape. For those who are impatient with A.J. Green, are you ready to trade for him, or if you do own him, are you going to trade him? What, what do you think of A.J. Green? Actually, I'd be willing to trade for him. I think last week we saw what he, uh, Joe Burrows uh, threw for sixty-seven um, different uh, passes. I, I think he made what fifty percent of it. But it's going to be a pass-heavy offense, and so Tyler Boyd as well as AJ Green is going to do well. Now I got Joe Mixon on two of my leagues, and I've been concerned about Joe Mixon just because he has not done any uh, done pretty well the last few games. I am hoping that they're going to start using him more just to ease the pressure off of the quarterback. But I would trade for A.J. Green as well as also Tyler Boyd. Jimmy, you didn't listen to our podcast. We warned you about Joe Mixon, man. We told people he's not top 10 and he's still not. <laughs> no, but OK, so but here's my thought, right, with uh, Joe Burrows and the offense clicking. My, here, my thought was. They're going to do well. They're going to go up in some of these games. They're going to need Joe Mixon to run it a little bit more just to slow down the pace of it. But right now they have not used it. Um, and so my, my I, I, I will say my biggest mistake this season was picking Joe Mixon instead of Aaron Jones in a number of these leagues because mm -hmm. Aaron Jones was there um, pretty far down because I think everybody thought he was going to regress. And now he's leading the league in rushing. That in uh, Green Bay had A.J. Dillon, and so a lot of times there was concern. Speaking of Green Bay as well, too, Devontae Adams' hamstring does not practice on Thursday. Jed, who do you even like as a potential going in to start yeah, with Green Bay? Um you know, the two backups, so Lazard and then um, the guy with the hyphen name. <laughs> um, yeah, Scaling. I mean, you want to look at them, but again, I, I just hate picking either of them. Pretty much for me, it's Devontae Adams or no one else um, or an Aaron Jones going to the running game. Um, but I do like Green Bay in this game um, versus New Orleans. Um, they're a slight favorite. Um, I think, man, Green Bay, That that's the other one thing I missed. I think I missed how well uh, Rodgers was going to come back looking and how well the Packers were going to be. And so they, they look strong. So I like them in that game, that game. Yeah. Hey, Jim, Drew Brees is really struggling right now. Both Drew Brees, Tom Brady, which you, and even right now, Deshaun Watson actually has a bad matchup this week and he's struggling. Would you even look at Joe Burrow or Justin Herbert for one week? No, I actually think um, we're going to talk a little bit more about this later on, but I actually think 
both Joe Burrows and Justin Herbert are better quarterbacks to play than Tom Brady um, and also uh, Drew Brees. I don't know about Deshaun Watson. Justin Herbert, I think, is going to actually have a good year and turn out to be a pretty good quarterback. And with Joe, Joe Burrows, he's always going to score fantasy points. Even if he's going to lose, you're at least going to have a good, decent outing from him. Yep, yep. Uh, totally agree with you, Jimmy. Um, especially with Drew Brees, um, I actually started uh, Fitzpatrick over Drew Brees on one of my teams. And so, if you've got Drew Brees, I'm sitting him. Michael Thomas is still out. Um, Brees hasn't figured it out. And so, I agree with you. I'd pick either of those rookie quarterbacks over him. Yeah. A couple of news that I want to see what you guys think. Any comments on that? Cam Akers probably will not play because of his ribs. Julio Jones' hamstring was unable to practice. May not uh, play the game. Josh Jacobs, hip problem. We saw that he got injured in the Sunday night, Monday night football game, came out for a while, went back in, uh, did not practice on Thursday. Any of these, and also Michael Thomas, was held out practice. There's a slight chance he may play, but probably not. Any comments on any of those players or uh, their teams? Yeah, Michael Thomas, I would say um, he's definitely not playing, um, but I would look for him to come back um, in the following week. The fact that they didn't put him on IR um, leads me to believe that he's closer rather than further away, but I don't think he's playing this week, so I would stay away from that. Yeah. I think the other thing, too, uh, I've been kind of thinking about more long, long-term. long If you have a 12-team league, right, I would think about Russell Gage, um, the third receiver with the Atlanta Falcons. I think Kevin Ridley is a stud, so I would start him over Julio Jones and any any team that I'm, um, I'm, I'm managing. Um, the other team, uh, the who's the other, um, Tom, who's the other two teams you highlighted? Michael Thomas. I actually have Michael Thomas, Josh Jacobs, Julio Jones. Oh, Josh Jacobs. I actually, I mean, last week they actually started doing Jalen Richard a decent amount. And so if uh, Josh Jacobs is going to be slowed in any way, I can see Gruden really using Jalen Richard because um, he can catch as well as also run the ball. The okay. question I've been really thinking through, though, is – uh, is Julio Jones at a place where he's low enough where you can trade for him and actually get some, like, do two players for a Julio Jones or actually get some good return on investment for him? Got it. Hey, oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say I'm doing the exact same, Jimmy. I actually just have a trade offer for Julio Jones. I'm trying to trade Julio Jones to get Kenyon Drake. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I'm down on Jones. I think, um, you know, he had that big week, and so I was trying to uh, pick up something off of that. So I totally agree with you there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Before we go into sleepers and busts, any of you guys, Blake Bortles signs with the Broncos. Anyone picking up Blake Bortles? I did not see that. That's a good pickup. You know, um, well, that's an interesting pickup. So with Cortland Sutton out, um, I think the Broncos are going to go into run heavy mode. So um, I, I probably would stay away from that. Got it. Hey, let's talk a little bit about sleepers and busts. Jim, who are some of the players that you want to look at uh, that you think are going to be sleepers? people that you might think are just going to be terrible. Who are you looking at? Yeah, well, there's three players that I'm really focused on. Justin Herbert, I think we talked about him, the quarterback from <clears throat> quarterback from um, the San Diego Chargers. I mean, he was great last week. He was 22 of 33 yards, 22 of 33, 311 yards. Um, funny enough, he was the third most all-time um, passing in terms of rookies to start in the first game. And I actually think he's going to be great. Um, I think I feel bad for Tyrod Taylor because he seems to always get into these accidents where he loses out to a good quarterback. But 
for me, when I'm looking at a dynasty league, the first person I'm picking up is Justin Herbert, you know, yeah. because I think long term he'll be great. Totally agree with you there, Jimmy. As I said last week, he had a great week, great outing. If you heard Tony Romo's commentary, he was totally in love with the guy. And so I'm all in on this. Um, I think Justin Herbert is a great start this week. And, and again, for Dynasty, strong pickup. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, Jen, who's your other sleeper that you have? Um, actually, I think Jimmy was going to um, – why don't oh. we keep going with yours? Yep. Yeah, the other the other person I was looking at, Janu Smith, tight end uh, from Tennessee Titans. I think most people have picked him up, but I would start playing him every week. Um, last week he scored another touchdown. He's the leader in terms of uh, touchdowns for the Titans, and I actually think he's he's a great quarterback. Ryan Tannehill is actually proving himself to be a pretty good quarterback. I stayed away from him this year partly because I was like, it's, he's. Last year was a fluke. This year, um, he's actually doing pretty good. The other person, um, along with Johnny Smith, that I've been going back and forth on that I wonder what you guys think, Corey Davis. You know, every, the hype was all around A.J. Brown, but I actually think that Corey Davis has the potential of a pretty decent year this year. Yeah, and A.J. Brown is out, or likely out, uh, for this week's game. And so, obviously, I think there, Corey Davis is a good pickup for the week. The question is just, um, is he going to continue? I mean, we've seen this with him before where he has these nice couple weeks and then you don't get the consistency week to week. And so that's yeah. the big issue there. Um, but agree with you on John, John Smith. I think he's definitely a pickup, um, uh, pretty much an every week starter now. And Tannehill has looked great. The big disappointment is really Derrick Henry. I've got Derrick Henry mm -hmm. on a couple leagues, but I'm actually just waiting for him. I think if, if you don't have him and you could potentially um, trade for him, I would make that move because I think with Tannehill playing strong, the Titans are a strong team and Henry's just going to um, pick it up um, soon here. Yeah, a lot of people forget that A.J. Brown was a second-round pick. Corey Davis was a first-round there both last year. And then from that point on, he was a number one, number, I mean, first-round, number five draft pick. I mean, so Corey Davis has great potential. Do you have any more thoughts or a bust or anyone like that? Yeah, so the three busts that I have that I think we should uh, look at, I think Carson Wentz is somebody for us to really worry about. Um, he's just the former MVP is just not doing well. Um, the second is Cooper Cup. Um, he's losing touchdowns to Tyler Higby. Um, last week um, was one of his uh, uh, por poorest outings that he's had before. So he's somebody who I'm also really worried about. I think Robert Woods and Higby is going to continually ascend better than Cooper Cup. And then the the last the last two busts that I've been really thinking about is Mark Ingram and David Johnson. I've been disappointed on both of those running backs, especially David Johnson. I think people thought he was going to have a resurgence in Houston, but what we've seen is um, he's, he's a hit or miss one week. He can do really well as we saw in the first week and the second week, he just did not do well. And I just don't think he's going to do have a good season. Yeah, we we hyped up David Johnson um, before the draft, and I'm still holding out hope. I think part of the problem for him has been Deshaun Watson has really been trying to find his footing, um, you know, once Hopkins left. And so you saw a little bit of that, um, and, and I feel like it's going to continue. And so I'm still holding out for David Johnson, have him on a couple leagues. Um, I'm, I'm <laughs> expecting him to pick things up as Houston gets better, but watch it closely. If the, if the Texans turn and suddenly aren't doing as well, um, then he might be someone to cut loose. Mm -hmm. Well, but then the concern also is you have Will Fuller and Brandon Cooks both dealing with injuries. And so Deshaun Washington, Watson has not been doing well, which does free up David Johnson. I actually would go in and make a low ball offer for David Johnson, hoping I could pry him away. Yep, exactly. It might be a time to buy low right now. Um, but I agree with you, Jimmy. He's been a disappointment um, up until now. How about yeah. Mark Ingram? Would you would you try to take a chance on him or do you think? No, I thought. 
I thought all along that Mark Ingram was a first half season pick. Um, so what yeah. I mean by that is you're looking at him for the first six games or so. And then after that, he's going to fall off because J.K. Dobbins is going to take over. Um, but it makes sense that they would start the season with him. He's the veteran. Um, and I still think he might have some goal line um, carries, you know, potential there. But um, this might be, again, a time to trade for him and look towards the back half of the season. But then at the same time, I think the majority of fantasy players are actually really smart. Everyone knows Dobbins is the one to own. No one is going to take Ingram at all. Yeah, exactly. It's hard to, that's the issue with, you know, when to trade. You want to trade things when they're right at the hot point, And it's just a tough one with uh, someone like Ingram. Yeah, Jen, let's go with your list. Um, yeah, so actually, I'm I'm gonna go. Um, I agree with Jimmy on, on most of his. I'm actually gonna go with just picks. And my big kind of sleeper pick is um, the Detroit Lions are playing the Cardinals. The Cardinals are five and a half point favorites. Um, and I love the Cardinals. I love Kyler Murray and Hopkins and what's going on there. I'm actually still holding out hope for Kenyon Drake. Uh, but my big pick for the week is the Lions to win this game. Um, Kenny Galladay is coming back. I think he's going to um, uplift the offense. And um, I'm looking for uh, that offense to, to take off there. So I'm taking the points in the Detroit Lions um, over the Arizona Cardinals. That's a big pick there, Jed. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, um, I think some of my, my oldest son was saying I'm crazy to take that. But, you know, I just feel like the, the big thing that happens these first two weeks, you know, we see ups and downs and we start thinking that we're seeing trends and then it's really not quite solid yet. And so the Cardinals, I'm, I, I like them, but I'm not totally sold in. I think this is a trap game for them. It's at home, um, but I think the Lions could pull it off, especially um, with the five and a half point spread. Hey, speaking of Lions, a lot of times, let me pick a player on you. I see Marvin Jones being dropped in a lot of different leagues. Are you even interested in Marvin Jones? Personally, I'm not. Um, I think the two guys I want are Kenny Galladay and TJ Hawkinson. TJ Hawkinson has been okay, um, and we talked about him a lot. I still think there's a lot of potential for that to keep pushing up. If you look at the volume, there's been a lot of volume coming his way. I think really basically people didn't realize how much they were going to miss Kenny Galladay. And so now that Galladay's back, I think Matt Stafford's going to um, really uh, click, and I think you'll see Hawkinson pick up as well. Hey, look, TJ, I mean, Hawkinson, uh, Galladay is on most of my teams. Kenyon Drake is on most of my teams. Devontae Parker is on most of my teams. I've struggled because those three have not been doing well. It's only week two. We only had two weeks in. We're going into week three. This is the time to strike when people are starting to, you know, be disillusioned with whatever pick. This is the time to strike low and get these guys. I still think they have a lot of potential. Hey, let me give you my pick. And Jim and Jed, let me just get your thoughts on it. Uh, some of my sleepers is I love Leonard Fournette. And from that point on, they are playing the Broncos. The Broncos are decimated. Chubbs, Miller, all of those guys are not playing. They could not stop Derrick Henry. They could not stop James Conner. So Leonard Fournette for the Buccaneers, forget Ronald Jones. Joshua Kelly, the Chargers versus Carolina. Carolina's defense is terrible. Did you know that Joshua Kelly is tied for six after two weeks in an NFL with 35 carries, tied for six, leads all red zone targets with eight. And then so I love Joshua Kelly, the rookie out of San, uh, Los Angeles. David Montgomery, I think he has become a must-start RB every single week. David Montgomery playing the Atlanta Falcons this week. And last one, you got to play Mike Davis, Panthers at Chargers. Mike Davis is great coming out of the backfield. He caught passes, and when he was the Bears, there's a reason why the Bears signed him to a three-year, $9 million contract, and he was pretty decent with the uh, Seattle Seahawks. And so you look at Mike Davis. Any thoughts on those uh, four? 
I like your uh, I like to pick some. I'm wondering on the Montgomery pick um, with the um, Atlanta versus Chicago. What do you who you guys got in that game? Who do you think is going to take that? You know, I and Jim, I'm not sure for you. I think the Bears defense will stop the Atlanta Falcons. I think Mitch would be Mitch. Allen Robinson will continue to struggle. They're going to sputter here and there, but I think they are just going to rush the passer and Robert Quinn is back. They're just going to rush the passer and Matt, uh, Matt Ryan's going to have a tough day. I actually, I, I agree. I think the bears are going to win. I think the defense, what they're number three now in the league is actually better than most people thought they were. I think the, 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 the safeties, the cornerbacks have been doing a good job. Kevin Ridley, um, you know, he's on my team in quite a few of my leagues. I think we'll continue to do well. But I think if especially if Julio Jones is going to be out of this thing game, the the Bears is going to win this game, is is my thought. Man, I hope you guys are right. I'm totally drinking the Kool-Aid too. So <laughs> hope that uh, if the Bears win this Sunday, that'd be great. As I give as I really as we look into the last 10 minutes of our time together, I want to actually look and go through some scenarios and get your thoughts on it. Jim, I'm gonna begin with you. Okay. If you were to pick for Green Bay this year, would you start Scantlin or Lazard? Who is the wide receiver you want on in Green Bay? I would go after Scantlin. I think he's definitely the number two in terms of the depth chart. I think he's actually proven to have um, be more of a favorite target of Aaron Rodgers. The problem with a lot of these receivers, and we've seen it the last two years, they just don't stay healthy. You know, last year they had a rash of injuries. This year they had a rash of injuries. But Aaron Rodgers keeps going at it and finding new receivers. And so, like I think we said earlier, um, I would try to stay away from both of those receivers. But if I had to pick, I'd go after Scanlon. Got it. Hey, Jed, let me ask you a quick question. Who would you do on flex, Antonio Gibson or A.J. Green? Oh, Antonio Gibson all day. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not sold on A.J. Green. I mean, I know we had that discussion with Burroughs and his volume. I agree with you. That's good logic there. Um, I just feel like Green is just falling off the shelf. You know, I feel like he's hit that wall um, in his age. And so, um, but as far as, you know, running back versus wide receiver, pretty much always going to go running back, especially Gibson. I think Gibson's looking really strong, um, should have a good game this week. I mean, Jed, you were the one talking about how the first week, what, the Sammy Watkins did great. Everybody was going after Sammy Watkins. Everybody was going after Peyton Barber. Yep. But for me, I'm like, look, go after Gibson because he's going to be long term. He's going to be the touchdown machine. He's going to be the leader of the rush, uh, rush, uh, leader of rushes. The only problem is um, how well is Dwayne Haskins and that Washington offense going to do? Yeah, exactly. That's been my biggest concern with um, Gibson and actually several of these rookies. Is I, I tend to stay away from the teams in the bottom of the uh, you know the power rankings and because mainly because of offense. Like you know the Jags are a good example yesterday. So they only scored 13 points when there's only 13 points scored by your team. There's just not a lot of fantasy points to go around. And so that's yeah. my concern is the touchdowns. Um, but I agree with you, long-term, Gibson looks great. Yeah. And we still remember that Ron Rivera said that Antonio Gibson reminds him of a younger version of Christian McCaffrey. And so a lot of times they will give him some chances to look at and carry the ball. Hey, all right, Jed, let me ask you a quick question. Would you start Robbie Anderson or Michael Gallup? Ooh, that's a good one. That is tough. Um, you know what? I, I still think Gallup – Oh, man. That's a really hard one. I, I actually might go with Ro Robbie Anderson. Um, you know, I do think C.D. Lamb is starting to push on Gallup and may actually be the number two now. And so um, that's why I'm a little bit down on Gallup. Uh, I'm going to say I would go with Robbie Anderson. I think he really has shown out when he was in New York, um, yeah. you know, PPR machine. And so um, I think I take Robbie Anderson there. 
And the reason being is, uh, Jed, is you look at it, he's the number one receiver. There's no Christian McCaffrey. He is one of only two wide receivers in the NFL who has caught over 100 yards in both consecutive weeks. I don't know if you guys knew this, but in terms of wide receivers, he's six amongst wide receivers in fantasy points scored over the last two games. And I actually, I mean, I, I think I think Robbie Anderson is actually a really good player. Um, Gallup, like you said, is losing um, time to um, C.D. Lamb. All right, Jim, let me ask you a quick question. If you had Saquon Barkley, right? Yeah. And so he is out, and suddenly for the second pick, you pick Calvin Ridley. So you have a good second or third round pick. Would you trade Calvin Ridley for two players? See, I would, and not for Calvin Ridley. Um, there was three players that I really focused on this year in all of my drafts who I thought was going to do well. Calvin Ridley, um, Marquise Brown, and then um, who, did, who who was the third person I was really going to focus on? Um, I, I forgot. Anyways, Calvin Ridley is one of those players that I think was going to do really well, and so I'm going to keep him because I know he's going to score touchdowns this year. So. Uh, hey, Jed, let me ask you, uh, of the three, would you pick up would you play Mike Davis, Deion Lewis, or Joshua Kelly? Oh, I think this is between Davis and Kelly. Um, I'm going to go with Davis. You know, I agree that I think he's going to pick up most of um, uh, what McCaffrey was going to get before, and he looks pretty strong. And so um, I'm taking Davis in that scenario. Got it. Jim, let me run it by. A.J. Brown out. Devontae Adams probably is going to be out. Julio Jones most likely will be out. Michael Thomas definitely is out. There's not a lot. Who would you pick out of this group? And Jed, love your thoughts. Golden Tate, 37% roster. Lazard, 45% roster. Corey Davis, 45% roster. Ayuk, 28% roster in San Francisco. You got to replace one of them in your starting lineup. Who are you going to pick out of those four? I actually, out of those four, I would actually go after Corey Davis. I think he's got a good rapport with Ryan Tannehill. Um, we don't know what the status of A.J. Brown is. And like you said, with Derrick Henry's just struggling, I think Corey Davis as well as also Johnny Smith will be the two players that Tannehill's going to target. Got it. Hey, yeah, I agree with you, Jimmy. Agree oh, with you, yeah, I was just going to say, um, I think Davis is the guy to own there. Um, Ayuk, actually, I think you can drop and look more to Devo Samuels um, coming back. But San Francisco is a mess right now as far as the passing game. They're really um, going to be um, running the ball a lot and throwing to the tight ends. So um, the wide receivers there, I'd stay away from. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you, uh, Deshaun Watson is really struggling. Or if you're like me, you picked up Daniel Jones to start. If you were to replace a quarterback, who would you pick? Baker Mayfield, Kirk Cousins, or Phillip Rivers that's out there on the waiver wire? Jed, let me start with you. Um, if you're streaming, Baker Mayfield is not a bad pick for this week if you're streaming. Uh, longer term, I like Phillip Rivers. I mean, I've talked about it. I think, you know, they got off to a bad start, got surprised by the Jags, but I think um, the Colts are going to be a lot better than people think. I'm still not giving up on them. I picked them to get into the uh, conference championships, into the Final Four, so I'm sticking with them. I'd go long-term Phillip Rivers. Jim, what do you think? I actually go for Baker Mayfield. I actually think out of the three, he would be the best. But quite honestly, I wouldn't even look at all three of them. I think there's three other quarterbacks that are better out there. I think Burroughs is good. I think uh, Justin Herbert is good. I actually think Brian Tannehill is actually a better bet than any of those three that you just mentioned. Let's go through a bunch of these really, really fast in the next five minutes, okay? Would you trade uh, Dalvin Cook for Jonathan Taylor – and T.Y. Hilton. 
Jed? Um, no, I don't like T.Y. Hilton. And I, and I think Cook is – Cook for Taylor straight up is an interesting trade. Just straight up, I might want to do that. I think Taylor might have more potential there. But I do think Cook – we got to see what's going to happen in Minnesota. You know, Kirk Cousin has looked horrible. And so he's, he talked a lot this week. They better show up this week and start turning things around. Um, if not, then I might cut bait on Dalvin Cook. But Cook is too good of a talent, man. He's definitely top five. Um, so I, I, at this point, I think I'd hold on to him. Jim, what do you think? Well, especially, I mean, the three of us is in part of a dynasty league. If someone offered me Dalvin Cook for Jonathan Taylor right now, I'm in a dynasty league, I would do that instantly. Because Taylor, I think, is going to be a long-term, he's going to be a rock star down the road. Got it. Jim, Jarek, if you had to pick one of the three to start as your running back, Jarek McKinnon, Mike Davis, or Daryl Henderson? You know, I'm staying away from all the Los Angeles running backs just because I'm not <laughs> sure week to week who they're going to do. I think if you were to choose between Mike Davis as well as McKinnon, I could go with McKinnon. Um, we're still not sure what Kittle's status is. I think he'll play. I don't know how much he'll play. Um, but I actually think given what's going on with the receivers, McKinnon it will give you a good balance between receptions and close rushes. Jed, Todd Gurley or Leonard Fournette? Leonard Fournette, man, I am not sold on Todd Gurley at all. Um, and I think um, you were right. You know, Leonard Fournette really showed out last week. I think he had two touchdowns. Um, Tampa's going to start to lean on him. I think Brady is not what we were hoping for. They're going to start leaning on the running game more. So I'm all in on Leonard Fournette. Mm -hmm. Jim, going Cooper Cup or Deontay Johnson? I go after Deontay Johnson. I actually think that the I think Ben Roethlisberger is going to start doing really well. He's going to have a great game this week. Um, I actually think all his receivers are going to benefit. We saw it with Chase Claypool last week with an 80-yard reception, 87-yard reception. So for me, I would say Deontay Johnson. And I think the bigger, harder question there is Deontay Johnson or Juju Smith-Schuster. Everyone oh, yeah, thought Juju right? was yeah. number one, and Deontay has been showing out. And so we'll see if he takes over that. But I agree with you. This is going to be a shootout. The Texans versus the Steelers. There's going to be a lot of points. I'm looking for the Pittsburgh Steelers to put up a ton, and I agree with you. Deontay Johnson would be a great yeah. pick. I'll Actually, tell you, even Jonathan Con Connors has surprised me as well, too. You know, I, I wasn't really sure if he was going to do well, but look at him this past week. Yeah, James Conner um, came back from injury oh, and was a, a big surprise, um, and he looked awesome. I agree. I, I think the whole Steelers offense is another sleeper this year. If you, if you got on board with that, you know, Big Ben is looking like two years ago, and so that offense is really clicking, and so it's a good thing to have a piece of that. Speaking of that, Chad, is would you, would you play Deontay Johnson over Allen Robinson? Oh man, I do. <laughs> yeah, Allen Robinson number one versus. Yeah, I actually I would. I would take Deontay Johnson, man. I just don't trust Mitch. I keep waiting for them to go away from him. But um, I like Deontay Johnson a lot, as I said, and I think there's going to be a lot of points on the board. Um, that's a tough one though, but I, I think I'd go with Johnson. Jim, couple question: Would you drop Rob Gronkowski? Oh yeah, totally. I mean, I think in in the leagues where I can. I picked up O.J. Howard already because I think O.J. Howard is the better um, receiver. I think if you've noticed in the first two games, they thought Gronk was going to be the original, the Gronk of the past, but he's been more of a blocking tight end more than anything else. Yeah, we told you guys all that in the pre-drafts, man. There's no way we were looking at Grob. I said he wouldn't be top 10. He'd be way outside. Yeah, I think he has one catch through two weeks, so yeah. definitely okay. drop Gronk. And then from that point, Jed, would you play Julian Edelman or Chris Godwin? 
Oh, it's Godwin is back. Um, I'm, I'm go. Oh man, that is a tough one. Actually, you know what? Edelman came in off of what he had like how many catches last week? 157 oh, yeah, yards. Yeah, some yards. Yeah. yeah. So you know what? Actually, I think I stick with Edelman. And you know, Cam Newton, he's the real deal. Um, he showed last week his passing is there. So now you've seen him take over games with his legs, take over games with his arm. Um, and Edelman's pretty much the only guy who can catch the ball there. So uh, I think I'd take Edelman. Yep. And last question before we wrap up, Jim. Would you trade Nick Chubb for Jonathan Taylor? Oh, yeah, totally. I would. I mean, I think Jonathan Taylor you would trade for quite a few players. There's maybe a couple of other players um, you might not want, but I think I think Jonathan Taylor is somebody for you to target. You taking Jonathan Taylor or Clyde Edwards-Hilaire? Oh, I, still, I would still take Hilaire. I would Hilaire? Take Hilaire? See, Hilaire's Probably been interesting. the Chiefs offense. Okay, yeah, I agree with you there. The offense is yeah. going to be more um, harsher, but but Hilaire's been interesting. He had that great first week, a little bit of a drop off last week, and we got to see. You know, the Chiefs' offense is just hard to say who's going to pop um, week to week. But I agree with you there, long term probably. Well, I was just thinking, week. even with Patrick Mahomes, some people spent quite a bit of capital going after Mahomes, but if you look at some of the quarterbacks who's doing well, right, Murray, Prescott, Allen, you got them towards the later first round. I mean, I got Allen towards like. I forgot the eighth or ninth round. Um, and so um, Mahomes will do good, but I think you were able to find some good quarterbacks towards the middle um, uh, later rounds. All right. Hey, Jed, you and I are going to talk on Tuesday. Monday, I'm actually going to come in with Dr. Shadid and talk injuries for a few minutes. And then you and I are going to talk Tuesday, and we're going to back be here on Friday. So, hey, for more information on NFL Matchup, go follow us on Instagram and Facebook at fancymatchup.nfl. That is fancy matchup on NFL. So thank you and looking forward to talking with you guys soon.